Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back for another episode of By the By. Bradford is clearly in a musical mood. Yes. Un cabaret, un cabaret, un cabaret. I don't know the words really. I was gonna say, I'm going to let you keep going. We'll go, man. <laughs> We're going to have to pay rights. Right, okay. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guess what we have coming up soon? I mean, this weekend is Mardi Gras. I was going to say, Mardi Gras? That's amazing and awesome. Yeah. We're going to be marching in the parade with the Biplus Visibility Group, which is float number nine. We are early this year. If you're looking for us, we're going to be near the back, each of us holding a flag. Yes. Bring it up the rear, baby. Or at least that's the current plan. Yeah, that's the current plan, and I'm going to (laughs) cry if I don't get to hold a flag. Well, you'll get to hold a flag. The question is, do you get to hold one by yourself? Yes. Or one giant one with a whole bunch of other people. I like the one giant one, but I really want to hold one by myself. That way I can go and like high five people and give hugs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll work out. That's the current plan. Yes. Always subject to change. Yay! But we'll definitely be in the parade celebrating Mardi Gras. And, you betcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I really look forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be a good weekend. And then on um, a week Friday. Mm-hmm, March 6th. We will be at Pendulum Party at Annandale in OSS. Yes. Or in OSS at Annandale. We'll be one of those. At uh, OSS in Annandale. There you go. Prepositions. Yeah. <laughs> They're hard. I know. So much work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. It's our first Pendulum Party of the year, mm-hmm. and it's our first Pendulum Party at... Uh, Annandale. Annandale. Yeah. So, woohoo! Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a big one. We've got people coming in from New Zealand. New Zealand. Yep. Fosh and Chops. That's the best as I no, am. Terrible. Just, I can't do a, it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, don't even bother. I'm not even. <laughs> you should see my haka. It's terrible. We do have a picture of a naked haka, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we, we are not posting that ever. Oh, no. We will never, ever, ever show never, that. Never, ever. No. We must never no. speak of this again. No, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what else? Do we have anything else? That, that's all the big stuff for now. Up to November yeah, up and to Desire. November, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get the other pendulum scheduled between now and then because there will be many others. Woo! But, yeah, that's all we've got at the moment. Yay! I think that's enough for the next two weeks. Yeah, so we got a big, <laughs> we got a big couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, cool. So what do we have today? Do you know? I have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we were no fortunate enough recently to sit down with Dragon Knight. Oh my gosh. He is... Hashtag one of the coolest humans I've ever met. Uh, absolutely, yeah. He is Melbourne's only, and I venture to say Australia's only, goth male stripper. Yes, and escort. And escort, yes. He does a lot of things. He does male modeling. He does, I think, porn work. Yes. Yeah, he basically does anything and everything. He's a super sex worker. He's a sex worker that does all (laughs) kinds of things. Yeah, but he said that he does, you know, for as far as the the stripping he does uh hens parties as you would expect yes. also baby showers i want him at a baby shower i know i don't want to have a baby but i want to see him at a baby shower absolutely that would be such good entertainment yes. i mean come on but he is a really nice human being and we had a lot of fun sitting down having a chat with him and yeah just talking mm-hmm. about what he does we could have him at our baby shower Ooh, or our baby baby gender reveal it's uh oh god Boarded. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> also, gender reveals are stupid. Uh, oh my god. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no words, babe. No words. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Oh god. I think you are. I think you are. That's okay. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be with you. Yay. I'll be there. I think all of our friends will be there. Yay. Yeah, yeah, at least many of them. Cool. So we have uh, a conversation with uh, the one, the only Dragon Knight. Yes. And we are sitting here with, well, I'm going to say, the best dressed guest that we have ever had on our show, which I'm really excited. I would I'm really agree. sad that the, the <laughs> folks at home can't uh, see this this the human. Um, this is we're sitting here with Dragon Knight. Mm-hmm. Which I also love the name. <laughs> uh, who in the X Awards won for Best Male Escort. That is correct. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> so I guess let's start with a bit of tell us about yourself, Dragon. Well, um, no stranger to the industry, so I've been an escort since I was 19 years old, so... Ten years. Okay, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yes, I can get away with being a 30-year-old, by well, looks. Um, but I also am Melbourne's only gothic male stripper, if not mm-hmm. Australia's only gothic male stripper um i do that i'm also a masseuse life model photographic model um sounds like you're pretty busy (laughs) driver and minder for other strippers and escorts so it's do porn i do do the lot so i'm no stranger to the industry most of my partners have all been in the industry so i've either seen it done it or heard it firsthand Mm. so nothing nothing's going to shock me at all the challenge accepted. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I can't shock. I'm not shocking. No. Um, so, uh, the the X Awards. Like, did you? Was it a surprise? Where you're like, oh, of course I'm going to win. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> when, um, well, out of all the years of being in the industry, I've never entered myself into an awards night, either being the competition one or the X Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I got approached to. You know, do you want a big part of it? So I said, okay, why not? I'll give it a go. Um, so I put my name down. Apparently, I was in a, up for five awards in the running for five, wow. and one one out of five. So a little bit disappointed, but hey, I can always try again next year. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, we were very excited and honored to be uh, nominated yeah. as well. Uh, I I I love the that 
I just love awards. I think validation is important, and it's and I think it's very it's difficult for especially folks in the sex worker community to like. There's so much negativity out there mm-hmm. uh, towards us. I'm going to say uh, that it is nice to get validated and say it is. It is you're doing nice, good work. Yes, uh, especially with the current laws that were being put in place in 2018 by mm-hmm. a country that's not Australia <laughs> um, has affected a lot of people worldwide. Yes. Um, so I hope the Jaffa doesn't get thrown out of office. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. there, there's a joke in there that a lot of Americans aren't going to get. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, so yeah, it has made things a lot harder for mm-hmm. people in the industry, regardless, um, being male, female, transgender, whatever. Um, so yeah, so the validation is. I was completely shocked by it. Um, I wasn't expecting an award. I was there happy just to turn up, hand out business cards, and get drunk. <laughs> Plus, you win an award. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like it was a pretty good night. We weren't able to be there as we were at Desire in Mexico. So <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Nothing wrong with that. But if there was anywhere else, we could have been. Oh, well, yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a bit about the Gothic style. Where did you, like, was this something that you've always been uh, a Gothic um, not enabler. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, enthusiast. A gothic enthusiast. A goth enthusiast. Uh, and it just sort of translated into the sex work? Or is this something... Well, the, the goth enthusiasm, uh, yeah, I sort of got into that around 15, 16. Um, my, the music was the first thing okay. I got into. Um, so back then, it was um, bands like The Cure, Sister of Mercy, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, yeah. For, for the locals. People. Yes. <laughs> um... So and then then it started the fashion. Um, I didn't actually mind the actual architecture as well. So I was looking at that. Um, did a bit of drawing myself. So I was doing all the gothic architecture drawings myself uh, at the time. Um, and it sort of just extended from there. I just got more involved and took up the fashion more and, and modeled for a few companies throughout the years. I've been modeling um, both locally and internationally. Also got married in a cemetery. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. Do you, also, have, do you have pictures on your phone? Because you can show us. I, I do. I do have. I have <laughs> record. I want to see. Yes, it. yes, I do. I, got, I did the whole golf thing. Got married in a cemetery mm-hmm. on Friday the thirteenth oh at night time. I love it. Divorce also came through on Friday the thirteenth too. So it's <laughs> was still it in a cemetery? <laughs> no, no, no. But it was Friday, actually in the chapel. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth is still a lucky day. So yeah. <laughs> that's great. I love it. Yeah. So being the being the golf was was. Just me and in the sex work sort of all started coming in, and I because I know the goth scene. I know I'm the only male goth mm-hmm. in Melbourne stripping, doing sex work. So by default, sort of, I am the only gothic male stripper. So it sounds pretty amazing. I think it's great. Yeah. I, like we need to figure out a way that we can find uh, your performance at some point the next time we're in Melbourne and mm-hmm. uh, check it out. You'll have a party in Hiram. You betcha. Yeah. That you can do. You've only got to send me a text message and I'll give you a quote. Absolutely. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, keep that card. <laughs> Love it. Um, so reading through one of your profiles. Okay, I'm right here. Holy smokes. Sorry, I just flipped the card over. Yep, yep. And, uh, turning it over. But what? So I was looking at one of your profiles online and you mentioned erotic relaxation specialist. Yes. What exactly does that entail? Yeah, what does that encompass? The first thing Angela comes to me and goes, what does this mean? And I was like... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I do Nuru mas- um, Massage. Okay. Oh, so if anyone's typed in Nuru mm. Massage into Google, you'll find 
various things. I more or less sort of do that. Yeah. We're blown by state law. Let's just put it that way. Right. Right. Noted. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's, it's an um, unused Nuru gel, which is Nuru's Japanese word for slippery. Mm-hmm. So it's a water-based substance. It's a very body-on-body erotic massage. If you're looking it up online, it's N-U-R-U. Because yes. when I was younger, I was like, N-E-W-R-O-O, <laughs> new <Nuru. laughs> Instead of like an old kangaroo, uh, it's a baby kangaroo. A baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's body-body, very sensual, very erotic. Um, how erotic? Well, that also depends on two Part consenting thing. adults. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds great. I also like on the business card, extra work. <laughs> Okay, I gotta be honest. We got a bathroom that needs to be cleaned. <laughs> having having a goth stripper clean our bathroom honestly might be the best thing ever for my birthday. Well, there is a price list for that, so nothing's I off the table. <laughs> nothing's off the so table. So much love and respect for this person. Um, so back to the X Awards. Like, do you plan on you now taking this X Award and and can you leverage it into more business for yourself? Is this something that you're going to be able or to do or advertising? Or? I am trying my hardest. I've just uh, I've just had my second Instagram account closed due oh. to certain laws. I'm now starting my third one, uh, so I'm now going and building my own website at the moment or mm. trying to. So I am putting that I have one was the best male escort for 2019 via the X Awards. So. That is going up there somewhere on the website. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will go up on my Instagram account again. I don't care. Um, I'll just add a number thirteen to my username, and people will still find me eventually. Thirteen, fifteen, thirteen, <laughs> yeah, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, with the luck of the thirteen, maybe the thirteen, oh. thirteen. But that's a lot of accounts to go through. Oh, it is. Don't yeah. But that's a lot of work. Just jump ahead. <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to manipulate the the whole search engine yeah. system. So if anyone just types in Dragon Thirteen Night. They're going to come across me sooner or later. Yeah. There's a joke in that. Was it? They're going to come across you sooner or later. Well, that's... <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't get any better. For an extra 50, they can, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we touched on this early on in the conversation, uh, your your couture. Yes. Like, you have absolutely the greatest shoes slash boots. The boots are amazing. That I have ever seen in my entire life. And number yeah. one, where did you get them? <laughs> <laughs> and number two, do you have like a like a coupon code linked for them that we can credit you for when when I inevitably buy a pair of those boots? Unfortunately, to answer number two, <laughs> no, I don't. I would like one. So if that person that owns his company I'm about the plug would like to give me one, um, I got the boots from exoticfootwear.com.au. Oh, okay. we've seen them. Hmm. Yeah, so he's based in based in Melbourne, but he does all the sex boats. Yes, okay. that's that okay. would be why. Yeah. I think we've bought shoes That's from awesome. them. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah if, are... if you if you mention that you're friends with Dragon, mm-hmm. you might be able to look after them. I think you're <laughs> friends of Dragon. <laughs> yes. I've always wanted a Dragon friend. I know, right? Yeah. You have my business card. Yeah. <laughs> and and so, like, the, the shirt is great. It's got this wonderful kind of print on it, but it's color on color uh, um, or um, black on black. Um, like, again, where did... You can touch that. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it feels nice. And there's there's snaps, so oh my god! Like <laughs> I, I brought three snap shirts because you know easy mm-hmm. access. Uh, Stripper's favorite friend. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Matt and Velcro. <laughs> uh, where do where do you get the rest? Like uh, the brocade vest. The, yeah. the vest and the and the shirt is actually from a company called Shrine of Hollywood. Okay. Uh, they're based in Los Angeles, so I'm actually done a bit of modeling for them. And I have a, an extensive 
collection of theirs. Like the owner has given me access to his warehouse, and I've just gone in there and gone. I'll have that, 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 that. See What's the price? My vest. See my vest. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. And walked out. So I think the last time we went came back from America, we brought back 85 kilos worth of clothing. Holy smokes. Wow. Most of it was from a full suitcase. 32 kilos was from Shrine of Hollywood. I love that. Wow. Shrine of Hollywood. Yeah, that's another one we need to remember. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we, when back when it was open in Sydney, Gallery Serpentine, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you were familiar yes. with. Yes, uh, yeah. which are now down here in Melbourne. Oh, do yeah. they have a, a brick and mortar in Melbourne? They don't have a brick and mortar, okay. but okay. they are now based in Melbourne. Oh, bad luck, yeah, Sydney. Okay. That's fantastic. I know, bad luck, yeah. Sydney, because yeah. I have a, a a beautiful brocade vest yes. and pants that yes, yeah. I, I love from there, and then a top hat. I was like... I was. I felt. I mean, me being you know the the, the shortest, thinnest vampire in the world. <laughs> I was like a like a vampire boy, B O I. So it was great. But uh, yeah, hashtag not goth. <laughs> I really wish I was. Um, so uh, talk uh, talking about your services. What yep. is like? What do you love about your job? And if you want to answer it, what do you not love about your job? Uh, look, it's like any job, really. You have good days, bad days. Mm-hmm. You have good customers, bad customers, those that work in customer relations, which is basically sort of what I'm doing, customer relations. Um, you know, it's every day is a new day, so to speak. So mm-hmm. who knows what customer I'm going to get, whether it be from a strip show to an escort job to a massage job to even driving a, a stripper or escort um, or even doing life model, modeling or modeling. It all depends on who I'm working with. Some people, you know, you may not have a good night's sleep and they're a bit cranky <laughs> one day and, you know, the next day they're not. So it really depends on the actual job, the time, and anyone. So out of all of the the roles and the jobs that you have, how much of your time is spent actually escorting versus, like, the modeling and some of the other things? Or does it tend to vary kind of season by season? Or Definitely varies season yeah. to season. So winter... Winter and I do a lot of strip shows and don't do a lot of life modeling. Mm. Yeah. Come summer when people get married, spring, that's when I get hired for all the hens parties. So that's when I do a lot of that stuff. So the right. escorting sort of, that's just 24-7, around mm-hmm. yeah. days of the year. But yeah, so the stripping is seasonal with the weddings. Um, massage, massage work, that's sort of 24-7 with the exception of December. People save up. Most of my customers have got partners they don't want their other partner to know they've got kids so they save their money for Christmas so December mm. becomes a little bit dead so in January once everyone goes back to work they've got a bit more play money mm. okay that's, I hadn't really thought about that I hadn't really thought about that but it's, the, <laughs> Makes sense. it's all logical yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's, yeah yeah that seems very uh, yeah absolutely it, it's funny we, you know, we've spoken to a lot of uh, escorts and, and, and everybody under the sex worker umbrella uh, and it is funny. The common thing that everybody says is a job is a job. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem with the U.S. is they're like, you know, sex can't be pleasurable. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, and God forbid. And then, you know, you can't, if you have, if sex working is your job uh, and you enjoy it, my God, that's another thing that's not allowed in the U.S. is liking your job. So, well, yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's just like any yeah. job. I mean, you know, you some days, days. Some, yeah, some yeah. days you like your job, some days you don't. Yeah. Just things don't yeah. work out, things don't work out. And other days, you're, you know, your entire day works out quite lovely and you're, you're happy at the end of your actual work day. And it's funny because you even said it yourself, it's a service industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very comparable, I would say, to like working in a restaurant. You know, you have customers that you really like and you're like, I, I'm, this is engaging, these are really good people and I'm wanting to talk to them. And you've got the customers 
that are so demanding and don't really listen to you and they're they're in control uh, and then you know yeah it's just frustrating that's all it is it's, it's customer service so to speak put it simply yeah for like the escorting the stripping the new room massage work that's all customer service based the life modeling and that it's depending on what yeah. we're doing for art groups or hens parties that's a little bit different but the majority of it is comes down to customer service so but either way at the end of the day i'm going to say that you probably look pretty amazing when you're doing your job i would tend to agree yeah um customer service or not you're gonna look good <laughs> By God. I tried, I, I tried to put it that way. <laughs> so this is going to seem like maybe way out of left field, but when you're doing especially the um, the modeling and yep. the art modeling, uh, live art modeling, do you, do you feel objectified? No. No? Because like, no. it's a job. It's a job. Yeah. It, I, I turn up to the location, I'm clocked on, I get paid, I clock off, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, anything, I don't, I don't think anything twice of it. I don't think I would either. I'm just, it's just like. I don't think you would. No. No. Even when I've done porn and, and everything like that, it's just, you know, I turn up, I get paid, do the job, go home. <laughs> That's simple. Great. Yeah. Like any other job. Yeah. I don't know why people make it out to be something different. Mm-hmm. So I'm using my body and using a set, different set of skill sets. Yeah. So that's all it is. They appreciated that as well. Yeah. The ladies outside. <laughs> I think I have another business card. <laughs> he just radiates sexuality. <laughs> people, wow. So I do have a question about your hair because yes. you have this beautiful long black hair. The How, luscious mane is what you're looking luscious for. Luscious mane. There we go. How long have you had it long? <laughs> and like, because you know, it takes a long time to grow hair out like that. Like, it's, he keeps trying. And I can't. I can't say it without using the word long. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps trying, but it's so long that it's taking a long time. I don't know. Yes. Um, well, I hate to say it, it's actually a little bit short. <laughs> Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit short. Uh-huh. It's a little bit dry. So, um, I've had long hair since probably I was eighteen years old. I, I, wow. Sixteen, I started growing it, and just left it. Um, it was down past my ass. I wow. got a foot and a half cut off before I did my first uh, adult film because I didn't want to turn up on set and have the longest hair. And there was there was four blokes and, and nine female performers, and I still had the longest hair. You know, I got a foot and a half cut off. You were like, damn it, I could have left that foot and a half on. Yeah. But the, the, I, unfortunately, there's no, I don't think I've got a photo, but on that very first set, I was also being the goth. I'm actually extremely pale. And the mm. way the, the, the photographer or the producer set us all up to take a group shot was the very most tanned. And it oh went, my gosh. And then it was a shade color, and I was right at the end. And I'm the whitest of the white. <laughs> that the is longest so hair. great. And it was all black. I still had most of my makeup on as well. So, yeah. Oh my God. Just owning that. it. I, I love it. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so, I feel like I'm jumping around a bit, but uh, I'm, I'm just. I'm, we can fix it in the post. Things, I know, right? <laughs> like, I've got all these excited things. I'm like, oh, yay. Um, so, we know that based on your profile, you're into kink as well. Yep. So. Want to describe Any- what your kink services or what your like? Are you top switch bottom? Where are you? Kink specialties. Yeah. yeah. Um, more a bit more on the dom side than the sub side. Mm-hmm. So I'd say a switch because mm-hmm. I'm not one hundred percent evil way. Um, so anyone that says they are dom, they've got to be a hundred percent dom or hundred percent mm-hmm. sub. They're, if you're not 100% sub, sorry, you're a switch. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's 1%, you're still a switch. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in saying that, I'm a switch. But I lean towards 
the dumb side. As for the kinks and fetishes, wide variety. It also depends if I'm if it's a job or personal. Fair if enough. It's a, if it's yeah. a job, it's a different story between me and the, me and my, my customer, whether they be male or female, whatever. Um, what and then of course it all depends on the customer what they want. Mm-hmm. So if they want flogging, that's what I'll do. If they want something else, I'll do that. So more like a service top in that regard. Yeah. Um, personal, I don't know. It's involving always, you know. One year I could be into this. Doesn't do it for me, so, you know, I try something else. When it comes to kink, there's a lot of things out there to try. <laughs> totally. And you don't know if you like it unless you try it a minimum three times. And you've got to do, and not only three times... But then with three different people. So, for example, yeah. say I am you're flogging me, okay, and I get you to flog me, or I get say um, Azur to flog me. Mm-hmm. Each one of you could have something a different way of doing it, using a different flogger. Am I going to? I won't know if I'm going to enjoy it until right at the end, and then I can sort of okay, yeah, I don't mind it. So let's you know, who do I like and. Or do I get a fourth person and get another opinion? Was there a different style that it's, maybe yeah. worked? Or yeah. I, I just love that without even knowing it, you have validated stuff that we've said on the podcast before. <laughs> you are a professional, and we have said this multiple times. You have to ha- try something at least twice, if not three times, is what we always say. Because in and different, different scenarios, because you don't yeah. know what headspace you're in. Because your headspace as well. I know my headspace affects how I receive impact play. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. it really works, and sometimes I'm like, this really isn't doing it for me. Well, it coming back to like when you said you know about about working with the customers. You know, it's a, it's a job. Some days are good, some yeah. days are bad, and it goes with, with your personal play as well. You get some days are good, some days you may not have eaten enough. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, so your glucose levels are out, so you don't enjoy it as much, and you run down. So, yeah, it literally is day by day, hour by hour. I'm so glad that we've been validated. <laughs> We, we, as we were talking about validation uh-huh. before, it seems to have come full circle, yeah. and it makes me happy. Yeah. Um, my, my job is done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love it's it. always good to validate. That's yes, right. <laughs> That's great. So we were talking before we started recording, and a lot of our listeners, we know, we can tell, we can, we know who you are. Uh, well, we know where you are, at least, are from the U.S. And before we were talking about the FOSTA laws. Which I sound really country when I say that. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly I got really southern. Um, But I still hate them. Tell us a little bit about what you were saying before. Your experiences traveling into the U.S. Well, thanks to those laws, those foster laws. um, Now, previously I've been to the United States in 2015, 2017. Back then I traveled under my birth name, but also my alias was Dragon Knight, which is now my legal name. So I had no problems. But when I tried to do it in 2019, I got stopped by Homeland Security, interrogated for 12 hours, and put back on a plane sent back to Australia because I'm a sex worker. And they basically told me in the interrogation, yes, we know it's a legal job in Australia, but you're coming to our country, and we presume you are going to work. Despite the fact that during interrogation, I had laid out our entire itinerary of what we're doing, there wasn't much there wasn't a lot of free days in there to get any work done. It was, you know, we wanted to see this. We wanted to see that, you know, tours. Well, have a bit you want a holiday somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I spent a year and three quarters working my ass off. Yeah. Selling my ass to enjoy three yeah. months of non-work. 
So, you know, um, me personally, I'm a, I'm a big NASCAR fan. I love stock car racing, and that was why I was going to America to drive NASCARs oh. and to watch NASCARs, and I now can't even do that. Oh, that's that's heartbreaking. It's, it is heartbreaking. Oh. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a mass, I'm also a qualified motor mechanic too. So I'm into my cars, and yeah, it's one of the biggest things when I'm not selling my ass and, and posting myself all over the internet trying to get work and, and do yeah. work you know I enjoy watching motorsports and mm. NASCAR's the thing I enjoy who's your driver it used to be Dale Earnhardt Jr I was a senior fan now a junior fan I still don't know yet Clint I Boyer gonna... I don't know if he's still driving but no no Clint Boyer's still driving I love Clint Boyer uh, probably Truex I might be oh, a yeah, Truex yeah, fan okay. But yeah, the people listening are like, "Oh my God, Bradford's talking about a sport." <laughs> <laughs> he knew a name. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a that was a Bradford from a long time ago. Uh, yeah, it, it's so frustrating to like, and it just kills me that you can um, exempt somebody from a country based on a on a job, and like, and like you said, and, and it's a legal job here, yes. so it's not like you're doing something illegal in the country that you live, and you aren't going there with the intention clearly if you have a full itinerary of tourist things that you're doing you're not going there with the intention to work it, it's come down to if I if I landed in a, possibly a different airport had a different homeland security head officer so not the one that actually interrogating believe my story I possibly would have got into America and would have done all the things I wanted to do yeah, but that shouldn't but be an option, though. Yeah, and that's such a yeah. risk. I, I mean, I, that's an expensive gamble to take. Yeah. It, it, it did cost us uh, a fair bit of money, um, but I am going to claim it on fucking tax, and yeah. that's what yeah. travel insurance is for. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, if, if if the American government is, is assuming that I was there for work, well, in that case, that holiday was at work. I'm going to claim that as an expense. Yeah. So the yeah. Australian government can go argue with the United States government. Yeah, um, it, it's so frustrating that so many people and. What kills me about it is the background behind that law saying that, oh, we're, this is for sex trafficking. And it's like, really? I don't no. think it is. It, it, it's, no. it's actually, in fact, increased. From what I've been told from people that I've got friends that are over in America, I still, I still talk to, they're saying that it's actually increased. So it's done nothing, nothing to stop it. It's mm-hmm. made it worse. It's ruined a whole heap of, of people that have this job as a legal job, mm-hmm. not only in this country, but especially in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they've lost all, a lot of social media accounts all because those companies are based in the USA and not elsewhere. Um, Which is destroyed yeah. a lot of people's livings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In places yeah. where it is legal. Mm. Like we were talking before about your Instagram account. Like that's ridiculous. You, you are in a location where it's legal. But unfortunately, the Instagram home offices are, I think, in California. Yeah. Where it's yes. not legal. If you have a worldwide platform, you should consider how that works in different parts yeah. of the world. Yeah. And and it should work in other parts of the world. It shouldn't be like, oh, no, you have to abide by the laws of this one country over here. Unfortunately, that's yeah. not the way it works. We have to follow. Yeah. So um, now, because of, of those laws, I'm now basically permanently banned from you know, flying to America or even transiting America because of the way America border security is so getting to my favorite destination in cancun mexico <laughs> makes it hard <laughs> for those that don't know is it's desire river yeah. Maya. Uh, yeah dragon's a desire fan yes hashtag good people <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh it is frustrating and it's something that like if you're if you are an american listener write to your congressman to your senator uh like just the the the, the whole law is bullshit and it's one of those things that it's a lot like um 
prohibition. It, mm-hmm. The second you take it off, the second you make alcohol illegal, people are going to make it, and they're going to make it. It's un, it's un, um, it's not regulated. It's not regulated. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's worse for the consumers, and you don't get. Uh, there's not a different number of consumers. And so, like, you got to make the people who are providing the sex work safe and the people who are receiving the sex sex work safe. Mm -hmm. It's not complicated. You just make it legal. And it's... You treat it like any other job, because it is. It is. It is just a job. Plus, think of the taxes. (laughs) Think of the tax. Won't somebody think of the taxes? Well, yes. I mean, you know, we've all got to declare our income and we've got to pay tax on it. So, I do it here. So... Um, and we appreciate the taxes that you pay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, it was because of the prohibition that NASCAR got started. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Driving from Evansville down to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something so, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was all the southern states. So yeah. thanks to the prohibition, that's how NASCAR came around. <laughs> so, thank you, America, for that. All right, so what sport's going to come out of Sister and Foster? <laughs> Curling? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um... So, yeah, so it's... I had a point I've forgotten now. Sorry. Yeah, you're throwing me now. <laughs> how, how fucked the foster laws are? Yes. Yeah. They've just, they're just fucked. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, so let's wrap this up. We have talked about more things than I ever thought we would talk about. <laughs> like, we got NASCAR in here. That's yeah. also a first for this co- for this podcast. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. Uh how like so we have your business card, but how can people at home uh, find out more about you and get in contact with you? Um, if they want to look up uh, Dragon Thirteen Night on Facebook, my fan page is still up there at the moment, um, so that seems to be going okay. So they can contact me through there. Basically, you type in Melbourne's only gothic male stripper, you'll find me. Awesome. Um, yeah, Dragon Night Gothic Stripper. You've my Instagram account is dragon thirteen night thirteen thirteen now. You can contact me on that. But if you just type in, if you've got my old one, which is dragon thirteen night thirteen, you'll still find me in the search engine. I'll still come up first. Excellent. Um, and also, just as a note, it's night like day night, not night like in Knights of the Round Table. Right. Yeah, it's not like Night Rider. It's not an eighties TV show. <laughs> That'd be great though. You'd be, oh, hey, want to ride on Night Rider? <laughs> yes, Michael. <laughs> We will put all the contact information yes. as well into in the, the show notes, notes. Yes. so people will have that. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Congratulations on your ex yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, we uh, look forward to see where you go. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll, win a, I'll win a few more this I year. I say, and good yeah. luck for the next yeah, That's right. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I, I plan on winning, trying to win a lot more this year. Excellent. Excellent. See you in November. Yes, yeah. November it is. <laughs> right. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you. A huge thank you to Dragon Knight for taking time out of his busy schedule to sit down and chat with us. He was amazing. Oh, yeah. So much fun. Such yeah. a nice person. Like, so nice. And so well-dressed, and, must yeah. I say. Like, yeah. seriously, he looked amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. He looked scary, but, like, in a good scary way. Like. Uh, his boots. Did you remember those? Oh, my God. Yes, I tried them on. <laughs> they were fantastic. They were awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got yeah. to walk around in his boots. It was great. What was it like to walk in his shoes? Um, Taller. <laughs> much, right. much taller. Right. Okay. Okay. So next we have coming up a conversation with Jet Black. Yes. Talking about the X Awards, both the X Awards 2019 that we unfortunately had to miss because we were at Desire in Mexico. Yes. Uh, but then also the upcoming X Awards for 2020. 2020. Yeah. Woo! So we're going to talk to uh, Jet Black and Jane Untamed. Yes. Yeah. The one, the only Jane Untamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stick around and uh, enjoy. 
Okie dokie. I did my sexy like. Yeah, you did. Welcome back to Bradford After Dark. <laughs> uh, we are here now with uh, two wonderful people who uh, have been producing a, a um, an awards program that is very near and dear to our heart. We have the lovely Welcome Back Jet Black. Hey, how are you? And then we have a podcast virgin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to, yes, to your podcast, yes. Yes, yes. a podcast virgin. I mean, <laughs> like, like us, you probably can't say you're virginal about many things. No. Like, um, we've been around a few blocks. Uh, but Miss Jane, like I can't call you, I, can't, I keep wanting to say Miss Jane, but Jane. Jane is fine. Mistress Jane. Jane is uh, fine. Yes, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to By the Bar. Yeah. Thank you, uh, guys. It's, yeah, a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, and, and we're going to, I mean, spoiler alert, we're going to have you all talk quite a lot about the amazing X Awards. Oh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. no, Do we remember anything? <laughs> <laughs> Too much alcohol. <laughs> so the X Awards last year, 2019, they were in November. Yes. We were in Desire in Mexico at the time. Which is both of a yay, it's a yay boohoo. Yes. But that (laughs) means that you'll just have to tell us a lot more about what happened and how it went. Yeah, awesome. So we held it at Chase's Nightclub uh, in in Melbourne. And prior to all of that, even choosing the venue, I had no idea it would take off the way that it did. Because when we started it in March, we had like a few people interested in it because Mm -hmm. they had seen other awards programs and wanted to jump ship or a bit sceptical or unsure about the direction that a new awards program would take. And as a result, we are kind of around April going, oh, is this going to work? Because the take-up is really fucking slow. Um, and then around about end of April, May, we had 205 people confirmed as finalists for the program. Wow. We had $55,000 donated in prizes across the different businesses from photographers um, like some of the sponsors we had were Ballin' on a Budget TV, Adult Press, Ludus Escorts in Australia, Rose Crompton Creative, Easy Tiger Photography, JS Alternative Photography, uh, Creative Gym, Gary Santos, and then Sweet Release Agency by the by, which is you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Naughty Ads also came on board and sponsored uh, uh, escort categories as well. Available Angels got behind us, Empire Industry Finance, and they're just some of the, the, the major sponsors we had uh, for, mm-hmm. for 2019's X Awards. So, and it all kind of sped up really quickly in the lead up to the program. So when we started it, we are like, oh, is it going to work? And then everyone started jumping on board and it got really fucking freaky. like, shit, this is actually going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. And I was like, Shane, um, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> How about we host this, <laughs> this thing? Oh, BTW, uh, what are you doing Saturday night? <laughs> What do you think about a new award show? So we took the feedback because earlier the year prior, we'd been part of another awards program and saw how things happened. Mm -hmm. And we spoke to some people and they shared their insight about what they loved and and what they didn't like and what they thought should be improved or how an awards program should be for them. So when they go, not only did they feel included, but it was a celebration of them and everybody else. So that there was none of this segregate and divide thing going on. So it brought people together. And so we tried to... Build industry up rather than tear it down. Yeah, that sort of approach. But also to kind of bring entertainers and businesses together that had never spoken before. Mm -hmm. So when they walked into X Awards last year... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. And we're going to be doing the same formula again this year. They came to the awards night, they walked through the door, handed their tickets over that they bought online, got scanned at the door by security, and then had to walk up a set of stairs where the venue was completely not obvious before they turned the corner. And if they'd been to the venue before Chasers, then they'd be familiar. But as they came around the corner, they landed right on a media wall as soon as they walked in the door. So any ego they had before they walked in the door about, oh, it's just another award show, fuck this, I don't want to be here, or what to expect, what to expect, their excitement peaked. Yeah. As soon as they turn that corner and go, shit, I'm interviewed, I'm photographed, as soon as I walk in the door and I can see a sea of people. And I think you commented on that specifically, Jane, is that... It was such a completely different vibe to any other awards night that I'd been to for the adult industry. Mm. Um, it was electric and energetic it wasn't there's no formality really yeah you walked in and you did your media wall and your interviews but it was a celebration Mm, exactly and it was a sort of a a cocktail party setup as opposed to a sit down Mm, and that made a difference because of the mingling forces Mm. you to network so it was so you did you looked out over the crowd and you can see everybody mingling and talking to each other Mm. because of that cocktail party Set up, yeah, that's great. and with a and then a dance floor and this DJ <laughs> who was just playing party anthems that you cannot <laughs> help but sing mm. to and want to move to. <laughs> yeah, I was amazing. on the dance floor half the night because he just kept playing those yeah. bangers, and um, it was it was a celebration. Not there was, there was no. Stuffy formality. About yeah. So whatever feeling people have, uncertainty before they walked in the door, they walked up the stairs and it just it just dropped, mm. and you could see them go, "I feel at home." And we had people say that on the night that they were comfortable that they walked in the door, and I could just like, "Fuck, this just feels like I'm going to a family function." It's so nice and to you, find a safe space. Yeah, yeah. and Jet encouraged everyone to come. Um, presenting as themselves and what they represent, so it was no dress code other than be who you are mm. so the the whole night was just people coming up to each other just going you look fabulous yeah. not because you're wearing a formal dress but because you're you're wearing what you might wear when you're camming you're wearing what you might wear doing your your kinky business stuff um mm. and we were just it was just a big you know mutual appreciation club. yeah oh, i love yeah. And that it's it worked so well for people just like you said people that had never met anyone before mm. a lot of people went oh they live so so much in their own little circle of the adult industry that they've never actually seen outside their specialization or what they're in so when they walk into a room with kink or with bdsm yeah. or with porn stars mm. that are dressed to the nines because that's what they do as their character in the industry they wanted to know who they were yeah. and they were like, I've never seen you before. Shit. The industry is bigger than I thought. And they're just like walking <laughs> yeah. around all night drinking. Well, I was eating. in my full length latex yeah, gown. We've and seen pictures and sploosh. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But you know, I've come across people from a non kink 
area of the adult mm. industry who hadn't seen latex before. I'm like, oh my god, that's so shiny! Yeah. <laughs> and I said, why do you think I'm wearing this for? And yeah. like, I want you to touch me. Touch me. Shine me. Kiss you all over. So yeah, it was a really cool vibe. That's yeah. cool. That's and and I totally get the idea that people walk up those stairs and they've got this egos. Ugh, just another award show. Because yeah. I think you know we all know how the, the Academy Awards work, how the Grammys work, how the Tony Awards work, and how it's just another award show. And it's it's something that you you know it's like ugh, just another award show. But the second they turn the corner and they see that media wall, like you said, the ego suddenly mm-hmm. goes from. I'm better than this, too. Ooh. <laughs> I'm special. I'm a I'm celebrity. Special, yes. Yeah. And when they turn yes, that corner, straight away they've got the drag queen who we had booked for the event, which was Sam Thompson from Melbourne, who was our media wall kind of interviewer. Mm. So they landed on the wall. Not only did they get their photo taken by uh, Jimmy from JSA Photography, but they got a drag queen going, who are you and what are you wearing? And fuck, you look fabulous. <laughs> like, what part of the industry are you from? Are you from out of town? Where, like, so people got a chance to tell their story as soon as they walked in the door. And it gets people to start opening up, I imagine, as well, first thing, instead of being closed off and be like, oh, I don't know, where yeah, do I go? Person, where do I do? Oh my God, but now it, what do I do? Yeah, yeah, but if someone engages you right away, then that kind of helps you to to get pulled out and then start exactly. to interact a lot more. Yeah. Someone planned ahead, didn't they? I think so. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no. um, I just know how I would be if I walked into yeah. a room people yeah. I didn't know because I have social anxiety. So I wouldn't be comfortable walking into a room and going, oh, okay, now I've got to talk to people because it's so close proximity. But you've so, also done your research and had the experience of being a participant in other award ceremonies and having a look at yeah. how you could make it better. Yeah, when you have people sitting away from each other that come with groups of five or ten and they never get a chance to see who's at that table over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to kind of give them no tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. That's exactly, Angela and I have done just that. We, You come in and we sit down and we know no one. So, yeah. But we sit down and it's a bad thing. You sit down and you camp. Yeah. And nobody talks to a camper. You'll and talk to the couple of people that are directly around you. Yeah, because yeah, they're at your table. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, who are you? I yeah. feel obligated to talk yes. to you because we are sitting next to each other. Yeah. Uh, I have to watch you eat now. Yes. So. Yeah. I actually made it. more friends on the dance floor that night mm. as you know anywhere else. So. Yeah. No, it was really fun. It That's was great. amazing. It went off better than what we anticipated. Yeah. Which is also um, good. Some. But, okay, so it did go off better than you anticipated, but was there yeah. things that you saw that on the night you were like, oh, I wish I had. Um, the one comment I yeah, had for Jet on the night was, <laughs> you're going to need a bigger boat. Yes. <laughs> good Charles yes. reference. Yeah. And yeah. it's true, we, we do. Next year, and it's not because the venue on this occasion was too small at all. It's mm. just I saw from the vibe and I knew from the buzz the night was going to create that next year that room's probably not going to be big enough. So what we've done is we've had a discussion to Chasers, who Chasers uh, in, in Melbourne's really keen to support this event moving forward because they have such an open mind to anything mm. industry-driven or events. They don't really have a filter. They run kink events in there. They've got events in there where you can have sex there. They have nudie nights. I was going like, to ask, what is Chasers? So Chasers, yeah. So Chasers venue is where they run Poof Doof and all these other oh. nightclubs. People know it as Poof Doof, but that's yeah. just an event that runs mm-hmm. in there. Okay. It's um, a bit of a Melbourne institutions been yeah. around for a long time, but it's one of the few venues that has license to do things a bit more exotic mm. or erotic. So the the people who own that venue also own a couple of other venues in Melbourne that have sex on premises okay. licenses, okay. of which yeah. there are very few yeah. of right. in Melbourne. Right. So the people who run it are very used to and very. Uh, 
open and accepting yeah. because they've run so many other kink okay. events and um, uh, yeah. adult events. And 40 years, like in the industry, I think they're up to 41 or 42 now. Wow. But That's I know amazing. they've been around for 40 years as, as a venue. Yeah. So it's really cool to work with them. And their background industry is also there. Like the, the people that own it have a background in male entertainment, male review shows, and they've been around a lot of different sectors of the adult industry. Mm. So they get it. Um, what we've discussed with them is extending the space. So we need a bigger boat. But the venue, the theming was just, it worked. Yeah. And it was a relaxed kind of burlesque lounge vaudeville feel. And so we're going to extend it open to the mezzanine level where it's got a cocktail lounge bar section where it opens it up a bit more okay. to conversation. Yeah. And so people can kind of move around a bit more and actually have those one-on-one conversations with people rather than just feel like they're stuck on a dance floor. Right, right. So we, yeah. we saw that that worked from an initial networking thing. But people mm-hmm. wanted to take it up a notch. Mm-hmm. So I think by opening that space up the top there, it gives them a chance to, to take it to the next level with the people that they meet. Yeah, maybe take so, a step back, have a breather, yeah. maybe have a, a business discussion, <laughs> exactly. and then come back to the party. Yeah. yeah. Because it can be overwhelming to, if you're in that environment for a long time, you're there all night for a lot of hours, it can be overwhelming to have all these people, all the music, everything going on, and just all that excitement and sensory hype. Sensory overload. Yeah, it can get a bit of sensory <laughs> overload. And so to have, sensory yeah. overload. Yeah, to have a space yeah. to be able to kind of take a step back and, and have a little bit quieter conversation would be, I think, really good. Mm. And, um, and talking about the hype and the excitement that you had at the at the party at the awards we'll call it an award party yeah award yeah anyway uh, we'll call it a party awards (laughs) par awards um (laughs) so you know we were in mexico and we had lawrence and jess who own our secret spot Mm. they came down with their good friends and when we won when our name was up there we got i think i had four messages that woke up to that next morning there was like (laughs) two of them were pictures of of like like so they, we would believe them. And then we also had... Uh, uh, we had pictures of them on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lawrence and Jess went off. They yeah. had the best night. It was so good yeah. to see them yeah. too because they're from Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. don't get to see them too often. So they made the most of the night. I have never they... met them before, but they were like two of the most loveliest people mm-hmm. I met that night. We were comparing our um, our suede jacket. Yes, his so is the bright red one. Bright red and yeah. I was in the blue. And, yeah. like, and we were rubbing each other. And we were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> your suede feel. But um, they were amazing and they just... Yeah. They, they kind of just worked their way through the crowd in a way where everyone felt comfortable because they're like, oh, I can just let my hair down like yeah. these two fabulous yeah. people oh, as yeah. well. You can see it's their business, so, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely they a business, know. but at they're, the same time, they're it's sort of like they're, it's their practicing business. It's yeah. their life as well. Mm. And yeah. I, I, it's hard to find two people who are as supportive and allies of all communities. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, Look, they their awards, their, the awards they won that night are so well earned. Mm. Um, yeah, they're brilliant at what they do. Yeah. And I think that's part, of, part and parcel of the awards program that worked well last year that we'll do again is getting the stories on people. Like when we originally talked about the awards, when we were umming and ahhing about it and did our first podcast, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, well, we're going to get information on them and, and work it out from there. But what worked really well was asking those 20 questions, or I think that was about 20 questions, about who they were in the industry, what they've done, how they've grown their career. So when the nominations closed, we had a rough idea of whether or not they chose the right categories for themselves. Mm. So the last thing you want to do is have an award show where people enter award categories that they're not really suited it's to. Not right. And it's kind of like, why did they win? Like, how, like they've been in industry all of, what, five minutes? So we didn't want any of that to kind of happen. Mm. So we created, you know, new entrant business, new entertainers for categories that had 
business and entertainer categories mm-hmm. that have been around a lot longer. So people that had shown longevity and commitment and growth were recognized. People that had stepped into the industry with passion were also recognized mm-hmm. because they're starting a new journey. Mm-hmm. So getting their information on these stories is really exciting and we're still releasing the information between now and nominations for 2020 because there's so much content and yeah, people have been and, really open about and their that's going to inform inform yeah. people's voting. Now mm. that we've got the stories, when we announce nominees for next year, the votes will be more informed because we're we're giving out yeah everyone's amazing stories. Yeah, why they got yeah. started, how they got started, yeah. war stories. And that's great, yeah. though. I mean, you look at it, I can see where it works from, it's mutually beneficial. Mm. It's good for the X Awards because you've now got all this media content to keep the X Awards relevant and present, but it's great for all those people who gave you those stories because you're keeping them relevant and present in people's Correct. minds. I, I want every entertainer and business through X Awards to have it as a platform to, mm-hmm. to showcase themselves. And whether or not they won or came second... We're showing, we're showcasing all the first place stories first, but the second place stories will also be released because they were almost there. Yeah. And they did attend the event. So they deserve recognition because they yeah. supported something that's for their industry. So absolutely mutually yeah. beneficial and, exactly. and clever marketing. If we share their stories and they therefore share the X award story about them. It's everyone's, everyone's benefiting. Yeah. And that's what the awards are about. It's like everybody. Exactly. You know, <laughs> rubbing each other's back and yeah, it's awesome. That's great. You know, cause it is, uh, we often talk about this, the, the sex worker umbrella and the sex working industry and like, marginalized communities are the best at marginalizing other communities and this mm-hmm. infighting, we got to stop this. So mm. it is nice to see, you know, everybody kind of being supportive and being, pushing everybody up rather than pulling others down. Yeah. Um, And that's where that storyline comes in is that people don't really know how someone got to where they are. They just see that they won an award. Yeah. And then knowing how they got there, it's kind of like, Oh, I completely misjudged that person or that business. I need to go and talk to them now. Context. Inconceivable. (laughs) (laughs) So I like, that's just part and parcel of what X awards is. It's a celebration of who you are, what you do, and dropping the guard and the barrier down between ourselves as an industry and people that are in the industry. Which is why I am so wrapped to be involved because I do. My, one of my mottos is there's enough sunshine for everybody. Agreed. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Absolutely. I you love know? that. I'm going to steal that and call yes. it my own. <laughs> and that's what Excel is. It's just shining a light on everybody because there's plenty of light. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, how are you involved? Tell us a little more about that. Woohoo! Oh, well. Um, <laughs> it was a good segue, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when, when I don't have to think. <laughs> oh, well, um, so I've been working with Jet um, previously uh, and Sweet Release, um, and we have a really cool working relationship. Um, so, I guess I've been there at the inception of the idea and being there as a sounding board when you came up with it all and, and being a supporter. So yeah. when Jet asked me if I would co-host with him, oh, my goodness, I was elated. I was, <laughs> oh, what do you reckon? Yes, yeah. of course. I'm gonna... So um, Shut gonna... up and take my money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Words could not describe how excited Jane was when I asked her on the phone. I'm like, Jane, are you busy at the moment? She's like, no, just, just pulled up. She's just driving. And I'm like... Yeah, I said we're doing an award show. What are your thoughts on hosting? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm in. 
yes. So yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really so, cool. You're, so you're saying when it comes to enthusiastic enthusiastic consent, you yes. know what it looks like. <laughs> I now know what it looks like. like clearly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, fuck yes. Oh okay. yeah, exactly. Love hearing that. <laughs> so one of one of my other roles, I guess, in the lead up is to promote this in my own kink. So I, I come from the kink community mm. or um, the kink scene, the fetish scene, and. Um, it's been a my privilege to spread the word in my little niche about the X Awards and bring hopefully bring in that kink mm. factor, get more of the kink community involved because traditionally a lot of kink businesses have not been too fussed about mm-hmm. awards. Right, right. It's yeah, a little bit more um, grassroots sort of. So, um, but I think we've stirred up a little bit of interest and looking forward mm. to that growing so that we can really be all encompassing and. Have yeah. that kink element. Do you think that more. that will add more categories? If, That's if the, you get that more is from exactly the, the plan. Kink we, we kept it very general last year because we weren't sure what would happen. Yeah. Um, we we looked at what other award categories have been around across international programs like XBiz and the AVN mm-hmm. Awards and looked at their categories and like, okay, well, we don't really have a large product development market in Australia, so it's pointless having all these yeah. minor categories. But we'll have an overarching one. Having Jane on board that that identifies with the kink community much more heavily than I do, uh, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, it's great to to have the feedback come through because we know that the kink community has never really had a chance to be acknowledged mm. in a, an awards setting. So having that sort of feedback come through means that we can create more categories for entertainers and businesses, yeah. whether that's people that create BDSM furniture, because there's quite a few companies in Australia that do that now uh, and have been doing it for a while. People that create their own leather gear, uh, they've never been recognised for what they do because it kind of falls under retail. But it should be focused on a niche, and that is the kink and BDSM realm yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, kink content creators, kink um, cam girls, kink yeah. porn stars, kink uh, sex workers, dominatrixes, etc. So yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, so <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, it, and it is. It's one of those things that I think many people don't realize how wide the variety is mm. uh, of of workers out there, and it's it's nice to see everyone included. Um, exactly, or yeah. getting an opportunity to be included. Yeah. But at the same time, you st- you totally understand the you don't want a category in which you only have one person in it. Yeah, because they're yeah. both a winner and a loser. <laughs> <laughs> we had that happen, and I thought that would happen when we first spoke about it earlier last year. Is that we would have maybe one or two people in one category, and it just I didn't want people feeling like they won as a default. Yeah, because mm-hmm. to someone that wins something when they're the only person in it, it's kind of like. Is it like a, a slap in the face sort of thing yeah. to my sector of the industry? So the stories that we got from people helped us put them into categories where it was more competitive and mm-hmm. where there was more people that identified in a general sense. Even if it's a broader category, broader. but still there's some link and some tie between Yeah, them. because it made it more inclusive. So they yeah. kind of got a chance to see who they were competing with in the categories and uh, they got a chance to look into those people because they're like, how come I'm looking the same? Why now? Mm-hmm. But it meant that they did their research as well. Yeah. Um, and it also meant we got rid of the categories we didn't really need at the time. Yeah. But they're still there. So if people enter into the program and they tick those categories and there's enough people in them, mm-hmm. then we run it mm-hmm. because there's there's more people being acknowledged. There's competition. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So what do we – let's talk about this year, 2020, which we're all very excited about. Uh, <laughs> step one, when is it? When is it? So we're having it at the same venue um, because the venue worked really well. So it's at Chase's Nightclub. 
again, in Melbourne. And we're looking at having it on the same weekend as the Sexpo weekend because it makes it more accessible to businesses and entertainers that are coming from across Australia. Mm-hmm. One, they're already travelling. Who wants to travel twice? Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to make it as easy for them to get to as possible. Yeah, so we're angling for the 7th of November, which is Excellent. Saturday night. Awesome. Uh, at Chase's Nightclub, same venue as before because it worked. Fantastic. <laughs> so, so when do the nominations open for? So nominations, last year we opened them in March um, and it was a bit early. Mm-hmm. So this year, because we've got a lot of content to put out from last year, we want people to kind of build the hype and share their stories with their, with their network. We're going to open them up in April. So okay. it's a month okay. later. It just means that we shrink the time that people are umming and ahhing about getting involved because now they can see it worked mm-hmm. and that they know their peers have been involved in it. So 1st of April is when we open up the nominations. So 30th September is when we open the voting. Excellent. And then it closes on the 30th of October. Okay. So we kind of leave it open for about a month and a bit uh, because the awards night follows in November. Yes. So right. we, we want it to be as close to the awards as possible so the hype is built along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of makes it easy for people to, to spread the word a lot quicker because it kind of trickled through a little bit last year. And it reduces the, the ability to kind of rig or, you know... Mm. You know what I mean? Manipulate. Yeah, yes. falsely influence. Falsely influence. <laughs> because there's a longer like window of time <laughs> yes. to, to kind of, you know, try and push votes through from yes. similar people or yeah. same people. Mm-hmm. Because what yeah. we noticed last year was a lot of duplicate phone numbers and emails came through and fake numbers and fake emails from people voting. So it didn't give us much time to really filter that out yeah. a lot. But we did, and it took a long time <laughs> to filter out the Sleepless things. nights. Yeah, yeah, lots of sleepless nights. But at least this year, the system that we're using has changed a little bit more, so it kind of filters everything out a lot more quicker. And by shrinking the voting period, we'll, we'll stop some of that mm-hmm. um, bullshit voting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because we want people to win legitimately based on their story and real votes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So do you encourage people to put themselves into the voting pool? Of course. Yeah. So it's, it's so funny. I, I'm one of those people that I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to put myself in because if I'm valuable enough, somebody else will put me in. And we were fortunate <laughs> enough that last year somebody else somebody put us put in. Somebody put you in. Unless it was you. Was it no. you? Okay, yeah. So somebody put us in. Yeah. Um, and we can put ourselves in. Don't worry. On day one, I'll be like, Bradford and Angela. <laughs> and by the by. Uh, yeah, we will be in that boat very early because, you know, you want to get a good seat in the lifeboat. Um, yeah. I'm and, totally with you. I I would not dominate myself. (laughs) Luckily, I have friends in the industry that put my name up for me, and then I could go, oh! Yeah, I know, know. and that was us. And I was like, I have no idea who did it, but if you're a listener, we love you, we love you, thank you. Uh, It's just really funny, because we were like, we've been nominated for something. (laughs) It was interesting, because last year, a lot of people didn't want to nominate themselves, and we got emails going, oh, nominations are open, but, like... Can I get a friend to nominate me? Because I feel weird nominating myself. Yeah. And people did have that reaction at the start. And I once... think it's a natural human thing, though. Yeah. It's, for most people, maybe not everybody, but for many people, it's you. You, yes, you want to be recognized for your work, but you also don't want to be like, "Hey, look at me! <laughs> like I'm better yeah. than everybody," kind yeah. of thing. But I think what's but good to know is even that though we nobody, are. Yeah, yeah. nobody knows <laughs> that you nominated yourself. We do. <laughs> the rest of the well, industry doesn't. Jack, you're somebody. <laughs> True. Don't put yourself down. <laughs> See, but I'm not going to tell people that you nominated yourself. But you just... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but this is the point of the awards because yeah, a lot of us are not very good at blowing our own trumpets. Yeah. But yeah. the awards is an opportunity to be recognised without having to self-promote for once. Right. But at the you same know? time, just because you nominate yourself doesn't mean you're going to win. You still have to have people behind you. To yeah, win. exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. you can nominate yourself all day long for, like you said, all these different categories. But if yeah. you don't fit, you don't fit. It's like every win. year I nominate myself for a Tony Award, and they're like, <laughs> "Mr. Bradford." <laughs> <laughs> Please stop con- contacting us. I just want a ticket. <laughs> you can sit up there with the rest of the plebes. <laughs> Sorry, long story. <laughs> so tell us something that you're excited about this year that's like going to be like, it's just oh. burning. Or can you do that yet? Do you know? Um, Don't I dare say that now that go. we've done it once and it's worked, doing it this year should be a completely different experience because all those nerves and anxiety yes. there'll still be a level of nerves is. and anxiety yeah. <laughs> but you're not a first like you're not a virgin anymore I'm not oh my god the <laughs> I popped my ex awards cherry yeah. I'm, I'm done <laughs> so you know you know you know how to do it and a lot a lot of the few of the things will be the same so yeah. you, you know what works hopefully it'll be a little bit more fun for you. Oh my god, Last it is year? like sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the first kind of time, the talking. first time she's there's like, tears and maybe a little bit of blood. It's kind of like how Jane's talking to her. She's like, "It's okay." Like, yeah. you know, the first time was you know a bit rough. Can you see me patting his, <laughs> yeah, yeah. patting his shoulder <laughs> while I'm saying all Don't this? Worry, so this year we'll him. do the X Awards doggy style. Yeah, 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 yeah. This time I'll wear my harness. I'll be all good. <laughs> I just feel worried about not bringing it. This year we're bringing it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see people return that came last year um, because I want this to be a program where once a year the whole industry comes back together, whether whether they participate as a finalist or whether they just come for the networking, yeah. um, which is why this year everyone that attended last year will get an email from X Awards inviting them on a discounted ticket that we're not releasing oh. to everybody mm. else that just enters for the first time this year um, because we want them back because mm. they had such an amazing time and to catch up once a year or however they choose to catch up with participants from last year they're like alumni now yes they're exactly. members That's yes great so <laughs> I want to I want them to feel like they're part of something ongoing and yeah. so they can come back every year and, and meet new people or rebuild those relationships that they started building That's so exciting so dare I ask a question that we might have to cut is is Miss Jane going to be a host again yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a silly question. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah no, I, I had been asked. The scale of joy before. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no, I'm still excited about it. No, Jet had already asked me, which I'm so yeah, honoured uh, to be asked and, and yeah. do it again. So, no, that's not the... F- but, no, I'm st- I, you're still eliciting that reaction because yeah. it's kind of new news. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I think I'm getting so, it. I'm, I'm excited to announce that this year we'll have Jane Untamed hosting again and Dahlia. Amor, who oh, yes. Had, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to pull this program together without their support. Like Jane touched on, like, I've used, not used you. <laughs> but I've relied on you as a sounding board trying to work out, is this what we should do? As oh, no, it's been a pleasure. And it's been great sharing and swapping ideas with, with Jane and with Dahlia, but also my parents as well, which doesn't really get touched on because... I met they, your mom. She's a you lovely did human. My mom. Yes, <laughs> she gave me a hug like immediately. It was so sweet. <laughs> they are a bit more behind the scenes, but a massive support. Yeah, so, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do this event without Jane Dahlia, and then my parents, and also my partner who helped me get through some of the anxiety here in the lead up to building the event. 
Which, um, my parents were there and my partner as well at the awards night and they were ticketing and admin and oh, pre-email management. The hard so, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's not fun stuff either. Yeah. Like, so making sure you always had a drink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because so. I needed one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Many stiff ones. But we complement each other, I think. As, we do. As hosts, Dahlia and Jet mm. and I, we come from different parts of the industry um, and we co- between the three of us cover so many diverse parts yeah. of the industry so I think it's a cool team it worked it works really well because the industry can identify with us mm-hmm. and rather than yeah. like we could have we could have a celebrity host or something like that that doesn't really identify with the industry but as far as I'm concerned as an industry we are the fucking celebrities mm-hmm. um, the truth. entertainment business that attend doesn't matter we're all we've, equal so. we've seen that happen too at other awards nights where you have a, a a professional MC or comedian or whatever up there talking to the crowd but don't really uh, sex industry people n- no sex industry people and if you're not part of it yeah it just didn't feel right it doesn't, when I saw. It doesn't connect and yeah. like we want to talk to someone that we know and they're like oh they get it so when they announce the category they're like oh they know what it's like to be in this industry yeah. there's no awkward jokes about well, what, yeah. what you do what you do well yeah. it's really interesting because saying that I saw a video online I think it was from the AVN in Vegas where they had some small thing where a comedian was hosting mm. and it was all these sex workers and this comedian told a dead hooker joke. Wow, mm. that's funny, right? Mm. Like seriously, read the crowd. Like why would you yeah. do that? That's not even like, ugh. No, that's exactly it's what It's disgusting I'm and you don't want that kind of shit. Like, and no. I, I know, well, I know Jed and I'm now knowing Miss Jane. <laughs> um, and, and like, that's not the kind of that's not what your that's not your product. That's no, not yeah. what it's you're not the producing. Fight. I think if we had something like that, it would kill. And it goes back to the being atmosphere. a safe space. Yeah, and and you yeah. know, again, talking to Lawrence and Jess, who were our surrogates, uh, they were talking about how great of space it was, and how open and friendly and everybody was, mm. and how like because I know the again the pictures that we got of them dancing, the videos that we got of them dancing, <laughs> the video of them licking the X logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw that footage. And I'm like, that's going in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also got a video of that sent to us. Uh, we were bombarded. I think there may have been a little bit of alcohol involved. I'm not Just sure. Just a little bit. Everyone got loaded on cocktails. Maybe. So. It looked like a lot of fun. Uh, it, I'm yeah. so envious. Uh, it's positive <laughs> envy, though. Yeah. Uh, so, Miss Jane, do you want to say anything about your work and stuff in our little last few minutes? About uh... yeah, sure. So, yeah, h- how did I come across Jet in the first place? Maybe there's because... a joke in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming he. I'm assuming he paid you. How, how many times and how many ways? But oh. um. No, no, I was exhausted. <laughs> How did, um, I met Jet originally at Sexpo where I was, um, I had a, a, a booth there with a podcast that I was working on called Our Kink. Mm-hmm. So I used to, used to yeah. um, co-host a podcast called Our Kink yep. where we would bring in a different expert on a different topic every week and, um, just bring them. It was for the Melbourne community. Mm. Jet was at Sexpo doing promo and PR for all the businesses there, and he came and interviewed me um, as co-host of our mm-hmm. kink, and we did a little yeah. interview, which was awesome. And and you know the rest is history. We stayed in contact, and when he then needed uh, some help in producing some kink content or wanted to get more kink content businesses on board, mm. um, he approached me to see if I'd be interested in working with him and. Um, it's been awesome <laughs> ever since. But yeah, before I met Jet, um, my realm has been kink education and kink events, 
kink entertaining. So I do a little bit of everything. But um, I started off running workshops for hen's parties, teaching newbies how to do rope and how Mm -hmm. to do spanking at a real beginner level. And from there, I started writing for dating sites. And then I started doing fetish photography. And then I started working at events and performing in theatrical um, productions as mistress. So I guess in Melbourne, I'm the public completely out of the closet mistress that will turn up to your vanilla event to bring some of that femdom energy oh, and it. inject or I'll turn up to the kink event to bring my femdom energy so everything I do is femdom energy and femdom imagery because I think the world needs more of it agreed um, mm-hmm. so that's my mission in life is to bring femdom to the world and you know celebrate it um, mm. it's fantastic agreed yeah yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. And so, yeah, I, I bring the femdom uh, energy to Sweet Release and the X Awards now, <laughs> yeah. amongst other things. But just had a really life. good energy with each other. And when I ran into you at Sexpo that first time, which was the, the retro theme, uh, yeah. with Ron Jeremy and that there, who were like, yeah. oh. we, we were there too. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we were presenting on the share stage that year, oh, uh, Swinging 101. I you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, I can tell you, we recorded an interview with Ron Jeremy, completely went in the bin. We didn't want to, didn't really want to do it in the first place. I didn't want to give him a platform. No. But we thought, no, let's see. And what we did was, was we tried to create some content around consent uh-huh. with Ron Jeremy to <laughs> see how it would turn out. Yeah, how did that so turn, turn out for you? He just dribbled. He was yeah. not. He was not not cohesive at all. He played some harmonica for us. Did you get harmonica too? Yeah, yeah. I got harmonica. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. <laughs> but I've got some awesome photos of me with my claws, my kink claws. Just where he's not looking, he's looking, and I'm just like this, like this, right? And he's looking at the camera, and I'm just like. Uh, um, I can't do this on podcast. No, 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 no. It does not translate. What I'm doing Let's just say is it's amazing. I've got these kink claws and I'm absolutely going in for the kill while he's looking at the camera and I'm in the background just trying to strangle him with my <laughs> things. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting It was quite an experience because that year not only was I there um, with half a sweet release introducing the brand to the sex industry of Melbourne and, and mm. Australia that was there, I also went back on the Friday and went in in drag and interviewed Ron Jeremy, and I had the similar experience. He was in his short, like, really short shorts. Mm-hmm. Probably haven't been thrown in the dry cleaner for a while. Wear short and, then, and I was sitting on, like, a beanbag with him, and he serenaded me with a harmonica. Oh, my God. I was- re- <laughs> we saw that. It was in that little 90s that retro little, room. Yeah, with the I remember. I remember seeing a drag queen with Ron Jeremy. That was That me. was you. That's charismatic. <laughs> so That's so I funny. I had to interview yeah, that him. Was, and we were on the beanbag on yeah. the floor. Yeah. And I was kept looking at him. The beaded was, curtains. Yes. That's it. Uh-huh. With uh, some video company that was doing something there. But um, yeah, I, the first thing that I noticed was on his shorts. It was like... Uh, someone had some fun before they came to the, came was the emphasis word. <laughs> but, um, but yeah so that was interesting and we were talking about we focused on parts of the industry that was his favorite highlights of of adult film and he touched on things about piracy and how the industry is I'm sure he touched on a lot of things honey he touched on his favorite parts too <laughs> I thought I was one of his favorite parts from at least what I had filmed with him and I was like oh honey we haven't filmed before <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, so with that, um, yeah. uh, so just to ri- remind everybody, the X Awards this year will be November 7th, which is a Saturday, uh, 
So get your tickets. Remind me, can anybody get tickets? Yeah, this year I want to make it more open. Yay! Yeah, so jump. Yeah, (laughs) you sound like little Jess. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So this year, people can buy tickets online, same as before. Uh, all the information about the X Awards, you can read the stories from previous um, winners from last year. Information about this year's program, just at xawards.com.au. And we have the same X Awards AU for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So definitely follow them. Yeah. The pictures that X Awards is posting on Instagram, I mean, I follow them on all, but I really only pay attention to Instagram anymore because the rest of them are driving me crazy. Uh, <laughs> they're amazing. They're just amazing. So definitely, definitely follow them. You'll see pictures of us. <laughs> what? I like to see pictures of me. I know you do. Oh, and you. Uh, sure. But me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but a huge... Me and you, but mostly me. <laughs> thank you, Book of Mormon. That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Uh, so thank you both very much. Jet Black. No, thank you. Mistress Jane. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's just like <laughs> so excited. All the people we've been interviewing is just like... Yeah. It's hard for me to stay not turned on. <laughs> uh, they're lovely humans. And uh, I'm, we're looking forward to the X Awards this year. And you'll see our name pop up because we're going to, you know, we're going to nominate ourselves. Nominate ourselves. <laughs> Don't tell your listeners. <laughs> listeners, just vote for us. I mean, yes. Nominate us too, but definitely Don't vote be. for us. Yeah. Vote for them. They'll be in the, the podcast and content category for 2020. So, yeah. And you can vote from all over the world. Yes. 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 But you have to be Australian in order to be entered. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's open to Aussie yeah. business and entertainers, but if you're around the world, all the thousands of listeners that listen to By the Vine, yeah. please get behind these guys. They are incredible. Or, or get in front of us, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was Jet Black and the gorgeous, illustrious, magical Jane Untamed. Yes. Miss Jane. She was pretty tame for that one, though, I feel she like. She was. She was. Yeah. And I kept calling her Miss Jane, and I can't help it. <laughs> I know. It's adorable. Yeah. She's so yeah. nice. Yeah. She's, and yeah, but in a scary way, and I wonder her hurt me a little. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Thank you for, mm-hmm. to both Jet and uh, Miss Jane. Yes. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Miss Jane. <laughs> um, if you have questions, comments, rude remarks that you want to throw at us, do you know where to do it? I do. You can reach us on email at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at By the By Podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do that on www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And if you would like to get your hands on some geeky sex toys, you can do that at www.geekysextoys.com. Use the coupon code BYTHEBY for a cheeky little discount. They have some really interesting toys and a lot of fun things. Uh, we'll be doing a bit more with that coming up. And so, yeah, keep an ear out about what we're going to do with that. And then also, if you would like other sex toys, you can get some things at www.adamandeve.com. And you can use the coupon code by the by there as well, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, for what, Bradford? 50% off and free shipping. Yes, free Plus shipping. Plus extra goodies in your bag and, uh, yeah, some videos. Some yes. videos on demand. Videos on demand, which is always a good thing. Yeah. As we're sitting here watching, like, furry porn on the TV in the background. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's great. You know, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Anything else you'd like to say? And also, well done. Yeah, you? thanks. I know. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to you enough times. Hear, I heard me. Only no. like, I don't know, 190-something times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. 
Hi, this is Emily, co-host of the Multiamory Podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love, everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.